Welcome back, welcome back everyone. I'm Carol Ganawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I am so excited today. My youngest child is now a working young person. I'm so proud of her. I call her my sweet pea, that's my daughter. She's got her first job and I'm so proud of her. She's gotten so responsible and I know that she's going to become a very strong, independent young woman. And I thank God for that. What about you? Are you maturing and becoming the responsible one-flesh couple that God intended you to be? I hope so. I sincerely hope so. Tonight, I have another special COVID for you. And it will introduce you to the lesson for tonight. And I hope you will enjoy it. The title of the story tonight is called The Golden Coin. Please listen carefully so you can understand a little bit more about what the subject of the lesson tonight is going to be on. Rachel and her brother, Samuel, was in their beds after supper. This was the custom in their parents' home. Every night after 8 p.m., they were to be in bed. But Rachel and Samuel did not plan to go to bed right away. They wanted to stay up and talk. They wanted to discuss a very important family tradition. The transfer of ownership of the golden coin. This year, it was time for Samuel to receive it because he was the firstborn of the family. As the custom is, every firstborn in the family will receive the golden coin according to the family tradition. So they were up for almost three hours in the night talking about it. I can't wait for Pa to give me the golden coin, said Samuel. I've been waiting. It seems like I've been waiting forever for this. I have so many things that I would like to spend it on. I want to get that bike that I saw at the store the other day. It is just the one that I'm looking for. And it's, it has everything that I want. I've secretly been eyeing the box that dad has that coin locked in. Wondering when am I ever going to get it. Well, I can't wait now. Do you have any idea why I had to wait this long until I'm 17 years old before I'm able to get it? Asked Samuel. No. I really don't know. It's just a family tradition. That's how it has always been, said Rachel. But I do know that I wish that I, I were the one to get it because I have a lot of things that I could buy with it. 
It's so cool. You get to spend it on whatever you want. But you must be careful to only spend it on according to the instruction that comes with it. You can't just spend everything that you would like. Even though many people want to do that, you have to follow the instructions that it and how to spend what you can. Do you understand what I mean? So don't forget that. Be careful to follow the instructions. Tomorrow came. Samuel and Rachel gathered together in the living quarters of their home. As their parents performed the ceremony to hand over the ownership of the golden coin to Samuel. It lasted for about one hour. The end. I hope you enjoyed this COVID for tonight on the golden coin. The moral of this COVID is that God the Alpha and Omega, the founder of your one flesh marriage, is the original property owner of your one flesh marriage. When he ordains you as one flesh for life, he has given you. He has transferred the ownership of his property for you to use it according to his instructional manual. Just as how Samuel got the rights and title to the golden coin to use it as prescribed in the instruction manual that came with it so does you god is the original property owner when the time comes he is delighted to release that title to the one flesh marriage into your hands how many of you have gone through a similar process how many of you I know I have I when I was going to or Roberts University I bought my first car and the lady that was selling it to me she had had that title for a long time but when she sold it to me she had to sign over the title to me and now I had the responsibility of the car I now had the title in my hand guys how many of you know it's such an honor and a privilege for the Lord Jesus Christ to release the title to the marriage he's the real owner but he's given you the ownership of it once you come into a one flesh marriage so when God causes a man to leave his mother and father and become one flesh for life he has joined you and your spouse as one flesh for life he expects you to follow the manual 
which is the Bible, on his property. The one that he has given you now ownership of as the new owners. Amen. Isn't that great news, guys? What am I saying? I am saying that marriage is not when two people say, I do. That is not marriage. Marriage is not when you sign the certificate or license or when you get the license in the mail from the courts. That is not marriage. Marriage is the joining of a man and a woman as one flesh for life. This act is completely God. It's all God. All God's doing, my friends. It's not my doing. It's not my spouse's doing. It's not your doing or your spouse's doing as well. It is an act completely by our Heavenly Father. He's the one that joined you as one flesh for life. So marriage is a very holy and very unique property that you've been given the right and the ownership to possess. You have to be careful. It was designed, your marriage and minds, your one flesh marriage was designed and fashioned in heaven with all the benefits and privileges that come with it. One of them is that it's divorce proof for life. As I explained to you, according to the warranty that came with it. God expects you to treat this property with the highest regard and respect that he put into it. You must handle it with the care and the respect that it deserves. Just as how you want to make sure that your car is properly taken care of and maintained. Once you get ownership of that title, I know that you make sure that it has the oil change. I know that you make sure that it is maintained. You make sure it's given a bath like you like you put it through the washer make sure it gets washed and waxed and everything you take care of your car you take care of your property when you get the transfer of title in your name you make sure that it has all the things that you would love it to have don't you the same is true for your one flesh marriage one of the key responsibilities that God has put in his manual on your marriage is that it's the broadest proof of life and that we should never, never try to separate what God joined together. That's his instruction. There are consequences that come when you do not treat 
the property that God made or handle it the way he intended it to be handled. There are consequences that come with that. And that's for another episode. But for now, I just want to remind you that the enemy of your one flesh marriage is the devil. He is the one that does not want you to take good care of it and handling it in the way that it should be handled. He wants you to mishandle it. He wants it to have cracks and leaks and damages. If you do not take care of it, it will result in wear and tear, such as unforgiveness, malice or bitterness. These can these can have very very disturbing effects on your marriage as you all know sometimes the enemy sows seeds of discord confusion in between you and your spouse to cause the marriage to deteriorate to cause the manage marriage to be shaken or even broken or destroyed by a divorce which is one of the instructions in the manual regarding it and that is found in Matthew 19:6 and Mark 10 verse 9 another seed satan sows seed in your life that is intended to corrupt and destroy your one flesh marriage the property that God just gave you ownership of because he wants to see it destroyed and come to an end that's his job my friends the enemy only comes to steal kill and destroy according to God's manual on your marriage that's found in John 10 10 he comes to steal kill and destroy and one of the ways that he tries to do that is by sowing seed of bitterness seed of strife when we have strife in our marriage that can lead to a divorce how many of you when you first got married you're having a wonderful time together it seems like both of you are on the same page together you go out you have fun you have great conversations it seems like you two are just for each other every time y'all talk everything just flows beautifully and you feel like wow we did it we did the right thing we both click and then all of a sudden five years into the marriage or three years into the marriage y'all have this one little misunderstanding one short little misunderstanding and before you know it you start arguing with each other and then before you know it you start cussing at each other and then somebody gets a smack in their face or in their stomach before you know it there's domestic violence that has entered your one flesh marriage this is a work of the enemy that's why God 
reminds us in the manual that we need to tear down strongholds and every high thing that exalted itself above the lordship of Jesus Christ and that includes anything in our minds that will cause us to turn against our spouse anything any thoughts in our minds that will cause us to think negatively of our spouses because these things can lead to strife it can lead to unforgiveness and eventually things like domestic violence that could put a dent and a big damage to our one flesh marriage because it can end up in divorce this is the bait of satan my friends which i will talk more on in a next in another episode but satan's bait is what causes us to become very hard-hearted towards our spouse if you don't know what i'm talking about or you're not quite understanding what i'm talking about let me remind you of adam and eve let's go back to the beginning when god had Adam and Eve placed in their garden. Do you remember what happened to Adam and Eve? We all know that story very well. I believe we do. Satan came to her in the form of a serpent and asked and told her that she could eat the fruit of the tree. She said, but God told us that we should eat of every other tree in, in the garden, but not this one. Because the day that we eat of it, we will surely die. And what did he say to her? He said, you will not surely die. For the day that you eat of it, God knows that you will be as God, knowing good and evil. Satan said that to Eve in order to tempt her to eat and disobey the instructions that God gave her. He's doing it in a very similar way in your one flesh marriage. Just think of this for a moment. Whenever you have strife in your marriage or there's disagreement or you can't see eye to eye anymore, Satan comes to you. Satan will come. And try to discourage you from reading the Bible, from praying for your spouse, for trying to work things out. He wants you to have complete disregard for your husband's feelings or for your wife's feelings. And he wants you to focus on you and find out what went wrong that that I need to make sure that he understands or that I need to make sure that she understands so she doesn't hurt my feelings or he doesn't hurt my feelings anymore. You might hear the devil say something like this in your ears. When this when this disagreement or you're you're not feeling the lovey-dovey are the sweet wonderful feelings that you used to have before when you're not feeling those or you don't feel as close to him as you should or as you used to satan could bring thoughts like this into your head when you tell him i don't really want to divorce i really don't want to go put him away the devil might come to you and say things like but god 
God did not say you can't separate. Remember, Moses gave them a writing of divorcement and gave them permission to put away their wife or their spouse. So it's okay for you to go ahead and separate. Satan will bring that word into your head. He might speak to you that way. You have to be strong enough to know that the devil is after your marriage. And you have to continue to stand your ground and not listen to the enemy when he comes to speak the word of God into your ears. That may sound like the word of God, but it has lies in it. God, the author and the original property owner of your one flesh marriage would not go against his word. He said, man shall leave mother and father and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. God doesn't go against his word. Guys, he wants you to be one flesh for life. Any voice that you hear, contrary to his instructions, is of the devil. Those are what his manual was written to remind us of. I'm talking about principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Those come to put a dent, to bring damage and destruction to your one flesh marriage, your prized possession. Don't tolerate it. Don't allow it. God expects you to take care of the property that he made. Your one flesh marriage is a property with a unique characteristic. It's divorce proof for life and God has given you the ownership of it to treat it as his royal possession from heaven. When you do that, you will receive all the benefits that comes with it, including a divorce proof marriage. If you follow the instructions, you will live happily ever after with your one first spouse. Don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.